You are entering the theater of the mind, an arcane radio theater works podcast series featuring dramatizations of strange and fantastical tales. Series two begins now. to embark on a journey into the darkest recesses of the mind, a place where evil lurks <laughs> and nightmares dwell. So lock your doors, shut your windows, and turn out the lights. Prepare yourself for Tales to Tremble By. Welcome, listeners. This is your horror host, the Tomb Traveler, lurking through time to unearth another of our classic terror tales from deep within the depths of our creepy crypt of lurid literature. <laughs> Have you ever experienced something that terrified you to such a degree that it froze you in your tracks? Your breath became shallow, the darkness closed in on you, and the hairs on the back of your neck stood up turned white, and fell out? <laughs> Perhaps it was something you weren't quite sure was even there, but you felt its presence, and knew for certain that it wanted to do you harm. The greatest fear, some say, is fear of the unknown. <laughs> I would have to agree. <laughs> Here is a truly creepy tale, which I must say has one of the greatest terror titles of all time. The Unnameable. Adapted by Jeff G. Rack from a story of one of our favorite scribes, H.P. Lovecraft. Enjoy Tales to Tremble By. <laughs> Do you have any idea what it feels like to be woken up every night by the same horrifying nightmare? Screaming out as you sit up in bed and find yourself lying in a puddle of sweat. I tried to convince myself that nightmares were all that they were, but I cannot escape the fact that all of the moments I've been reliving each night really happen. And, and and that there is no release from what I must do next. So, since my odds of surviving are slim to none, I feel compelled to record everything I remember from that night. Let's start out by saying that I was monetarily convinced to take part in a search within the gates of a cemetery in Providence, Rhode Island. And for the sake of accuracy, let it be noted that these events occurred on the night of November 13th, 1942, just two weeks ago. With flashlights in hand, we foolishly made our way through the rows and rows of tombstones. Why won't you tell me what we're looking for? 
the most merciful thing I can do for you is to allow you to remain ignorant. Now just keep looking. He has to be buried in this area somewhere. Hmm. Who the hell is this Edward Phillips anyway? Just find his headstone. We're running out of time. You keep saying that. We've been searching for hours and I still don't know why. I told you there would be something in it for you, didn't I? Why do you think I'm here? I'd still like a few answers. If we don't find his grave, you're going to get more than answers. Is that a threat? Are you threatening me now? It's a warning. Now keep looking. Or what? Or you'll see something you really don't want to see. Something unnameable? No doubt. Seriously, how? What? The whole idea of something being truly unnameable, it just isn't reasonable. All things are classifiable. Gosh! Yeah. Damn it! Careful of that tombstone. Mm. Creeping around a cemetery in the middle of the night is not what I signed on for. Signed on for? I'm the one running around the world, risking my life to find valuable objects for you to sell. It's time you got your hands a little dirty. Well, haven't I been invaluable to you, trafficking your black market artifacts? And haven't I made you a rich man? Of course, but... And didn't I tell you up front that there would come a time when I would call on you for a special outing? You did? I don't remember that. Of course you don't. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I'm here, aren't I? I just want to know why I'm here. Is that too much to ask of your partner? Partner? We are not partners. You're just a member of my team. Team? What team? There's two of us. Where I come from, we call that partners. When two people are equals, that's a partnership. You're not that. So just do your job. And right now, that's helping me find Edward Phillips' grave. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad I finally know my place in this organization. <laughs> right. Hold up a minute. Are we taking a break? I hope we're taking a break. It should be here. I need to check something out. Howard was one of those people who was always thinking 10 steps ahead of everyone else. Almost as if something was at his heels and he had to stay out in front of it. So when I saw him circling that large tree, confused and obviously frustrated, I was concerned in a way that surprised me. Of course, I was also tired and fed up with our trek through the cemetery. So when he planted himself on that tombstone and pulled out that tattered book and map, I was more than grateful for the break. The book, oh, and the map comes out, which means we're taking a break. Do you think it's appropriate to sit on someone's gravestone? What? That's someone's final resting place. I don't really give a damn. Although your concern does give me some hope that somewhere inside that by-the-book brain of yours, there is a belief that sentient spirits could still inhabit this graveyard. My concern is out of propriety, not some superstitious beliefs. Propriety. Now there's a useless human attribute. Your cynicism never ceases to amaze me. 
why do you have such a disregard for the human race? Because most of them are ignorant savages, content in stuffing their faces, buying useless things, and tirelessly searching for mating partners so they can breed more of their kind, like rats. Right, I'm sorry I asked. Do you have any other inane questions? Or oh, you mean besides why we're sitting on a gravestone in the middle of the night? Yeah, you know what? Actually, I do have a question. I was being facetious. Too late. You never told me why you became a world-class adventurer, archaeologist, and scholar on ancient cultures and forbidden knowledge. I was forced to. It was a means to an end. You mean for money? Did I say money? Is that all you think about? Boy, you're touchy tonight. I was just curious. Take it from me. Curiosity is the road to hell. Man's ceaseless tinkering with nature, his drive to piece things together, to search for knowledge, for truth, always leads to damnation. But that's all you do, all you talk or write about. Exactly. And look where it's got me, in a cemetery, searching for some asshole's grave. Yeah, great. And I'm here with you. I think we might be in the wrong cemetery. What? You gotta be kidding me. This has to be it. You mean we've been searching all this time? We're not even in the right place? Oh, oh that's great. You dragged me out of bed in the middle of the night on a wild goose chase. Quiet. I'm trying to think. Why didn't you let me help you map out where we were going? No, I'm a map expert. Remember? I deal with ancient maps all the time. The less you know, the better. Great. If you don't trust me, why did you even bring me along? I'm leaving. All right. Here, take a look at it. Oh, now you want me to look at it? Now that we're lost? Let me see them. Not the diary. So, the book is a diary. How come I've never seen it before? Or this map? Are you holding out on me, Howard? Since it wasn't something you could make a profit on, I figured you wouldn't be interested in it. You think all I'm interested in is money? Yes. Uh, no, I take that back. Money and women. Why, you think very highly of me, don't you? I didn't hire you for your morals. Great, thanks. All right. Let's see where the hell we are. As I tried to figure out what cemetery we were going to be slogging through next, Howard incessantly flipped back and forth through the pages of his diary, grunting and mumbling to himself. I could see his gears turning and then something lock into place. He closed the book and started staring once again at the big tree we were under. That was the first time I thought that I just may be out in a cemetery at night with a crazy man. Hmm. Have <laughs> you gone mad? What the hell are you laughing at? What do you see? 
I see a very strange man laughing in the middle of a cemetery. No. What do you see? What are you talking about? This. A tree? I see a tree. Just a tree? A big monstrous frickin' tree. Exactly. <laughs> and how did it become so large and so old? I don't know, and I've never seen you laugh before, and it's really creeping me out. Look at its colossal trunk and twisted roots. It has burrowed deep into this charnel earth. Its limbs and webwork of roots have spread out in all directions, just beneath the surface where we are standing. For centuries, this tree has been sucking life-sustaining nourishment from the dead that are buried all around us. This isn't just a tree. It is a living, monstrous creature that has grown fat and old on human remains. It feeds on our ancestors, and yet we look at it as a thing of beauty and a giver of shade. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but there you go again, transforming a, a natural act of nature into a horrifying deed carried out by a tentacled creature which, which sucks the very marrow from our bones. That's very good. I may steal that. What the hell is going on here? We're standing in the middle of a cemetery, which appears to be the wrong cemetery, and you're reciting weird prose and laughing like a madman. <laughs> you are literally missing the forest for the trees. Or tree. Well, please, fill me in, because I'm tired and cranky and not happy to be here. This diary mentions that Edward Phillips' grave was next to a sapling. This passage was written by his oldest son, Richard, almost 100 years ago. From tiny acorns, mighty oaks grow. I've been sitting on it. Sitting on what? His tombstone. Are you serious? Great. Oh, we found it. Now what? We dig. Dig? What? No. We're not going to dig up his grave, are we? You had no problem with me plundering that tomb in Central America. That's different. Is it? You're an archaeologist. That's what you do. You make money off of black market artifacts. You don't sell them on the open market, do you? That's because archaeological excavations of an ancient culture's burial ground are just a civilized way to justify grave robbing. I still think this is different. Why? Because you're involved this time? It's easy to justify it all when you don't do the actual plundering, isn't it? That's not fair. Besides, uh, we don't have any tools. I have this. Oh, great. The spade. Huh. Well, you plan on doing some gardening? We'll be here until morning. This is all we'll need, I think. Now, five paces off the back of his slab. 
two, three, four, five. I don't think this is a good idea. And now five paces to the left. <laughs> How very smart of him to bury it in someone else's grave. Now, it should be right here, about a foot down. Are you going to tell me what's down there? My salvation. In the form of? Look, first you say there's something in all of this for me. Then you say we can't make a profit from what we're looking for. Some things are more valuable than money. You mean it's locked? Hopefully, not for long. Fortunately, I have this. I recognize that. It's from your excavation in Maragopa. So, it's a key. Uh, now it makes sense why you wouldn't let me sell that with the rest of those artifacts. Whatever's in that box, it must be of some value. You have no idea. Damn it. What is it? Odessa's teeth. What? Oh my god, what the hell is that? Are those teeth? Human teeth? Yes. It's not what I was looking for. Well, I'm glad to hear you say that. A string of rotten old teeth is not what I dragged my ass out of bed to help you find. But it might be what we need most right now. Is that a wolf? What is that? Right. Just what we need. Oh, shit. Look, someone's out there. Where? There. Standing in the rain, off in the distance was a woman in a long dress. She didn't move. She just stood there between the tombstones, and it was creepy as hell. At that moment, everything in me was saying to get out of there. I really wish I would have. What the hell is she doing in a cemetery in the middle of the night? Well, we're in a cemetery in the middle of the night. My God, it can't be her. You know who that is? I believe that is Odessa. And these belong to her. The teeth? Look, she's pointing. Where'd she go? She's vanished. She's guiding us. We need to follow her. Follow her? No. I'm, I'm not going to follow her anywhere. You will if you want to stay alive. Okay. What's going on here? 
Who the hell is Odessa? You said you would explain later. Well, later is now. Either you talk or I'm, I'm leaving. We need to follow her. Now. And we don't have a lot of time, so I'm only going to tell you what you need to know. Odessa is a ghost. Come on! Wait, wait! Do you want to hear this or not? We're wasting time. Uh, I'm listening. I'm... I'm listening. Odessa was the wife of an ancestor of mine. Edward Phillips. They were my great-grandparents. The guy whose grave we found. Correct. Richard, their oldest son, was my grandfather. But your last name is Smith. I changed it. Now listen. This is Richard's family diary. With the help of the information in here, I have been traveling the world searching for answers and items that have led me here to this cemetery. Let's go. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not going anywhere until you tell me what we're doing here and why we're going to follow that creepy broad. I believe and hope that Odessa is leading me to an object that will help me end a family curse that started with her and Edward many years ago. You're kidding me, right? You'll find out that there's one thing you can never escape, and that's your ancestry. I was adopted. I have no ancestry to escape from that I know of. We have to go, now. I don't know if I believe you, but either way, I don't want to get mixed up in all of this. I hate to break it to you, Joel, but your life is in danger too, and you do not want to meet up with what is making that noise. Let's go, now. Wait, what do you mean by that? Hold up. I can't believe I'm doing this. Grandmothers, old women, they've always creeped me out. But spooky old women with no teeth? Now that takes creepy to another level. Keep up. Okay. I'm just trying to figure this all out. So if you give your grandmother's ghost her teeth back, you're hoping she'll give you this cursed object in exchange. Just shut up and stay close. I'm just asking. This isn't good. What? She doesn't want her teeth back? Get over here. Why are we stopping? Careful. Don't step in that mud. Look. What the hell is that? Are those hoof prints? The mark of the beast. What? Those prints are gigantic. It's somewhere close. And that's not good. Uh, very funny. Those prints are fresh. You made those, didn't you? Didn't you? Do you see these scars on my torso? Oh my god! The thing that made these... made those. And how do I dare ask, did you get those? From my last encounter with the beast, 25 years ago, to the day. I survived, but my son William unfortunately did not. Your son? I never knew you... Holy shit! 
I literally almost crapped my pants. Odessa, the creepy broad with no teeth, appeared out of nowhere and was standing right next to me, smoke spewing out of her open mouth. I wanted to run, but I was frozen to the spot. I've been reliving this moment all week in my nightmares, so revisiting it now gives me no pleasure. Her bone-white eyes were looking somewhere behind us as, as she raised her arm and pointed off at something we couldn't see. She's warning us. It's here. Turn off your flashlight and give me your hand. What? It saw our flashlights. Turn them off now and give me your left hand. Quickly. What the hell are you doing? Don't you dare wrap those creepy teeth around my arm. Shut up and listen. You have to trust me. Give me your arm and stop moving. Where'd she go? What's going on? Be completely still. As long as we don't move, it can't see us. What can't see us? It's trying to find us. It can sense that we're here. But it's confused. Oh, shit. I felt something brush up against me. Quiet. Don't move. It's behind you. Just over your right shoulder. You can see it? If you concentrate, the necklace allows you to see it, and yet not be seen. Keep still. It's right there. Don't move a muscle. Oh, my God. What the Shh. Whatever you do, don't cry out or make any sudden moves. Is that understood? What the hell is that thing? It has a shape, and yet it's shapeless. Oh, Jesus. Look at its teeth and claws. And all those white jelly-like spots. Oh my God, their eyes. Hundreds of them. Are you sure it can't see us? Not if we stay still. The teeth will protect us. Hide us from it. Where the hell did it come from? From beyond. It moves between the boundaries of this dimension and hell itself and has been killing my ancestors for generations. And now, it's come to feed. Look at it. It's beautiful in its ghastliness and relentless in its thirst for human blood.
It's leaving. Keep still until we're sure it's gone. Okay. It's gone. <laughs> oh my God. Are you all right? No. I'm not. I'm having a little trouble accepting what I just saw. What the hell just happened? Hold still. I need to untie us. We've done what very few people have been able to. We survived an encounter with that thing. Odessa's teeth protected us. Yeah, I take it back. I'm glad you found those teeth. I knew about them from the diary. Edward and his sons used them in much the same way that we just did. Odessa Phillips was a victim of her husband's dabbling in the black arts. She was the first sacrifice brought about because of the curse. Sacrifice? Precisely. There's always a price to pay, you see, for calling upon the old ones. She's hanging around because she's pissed off? No. I think she's trying to help us. She probably wants the curse to end more than anyone. Somehow she's trapped here, forced to watch as that hideous thing kills generations of her offspring. All because of what her husband did. Can you get up? Yeah. <clears throat> Is that thing still around here? Somewhere. Let's just hold tight here for a minute. So what the hell did your ancestor do to have that beast trying to kill all of you? Have you ever heard of the Necronomicon? Yeah, it's a book. An ancient text that doesn't actually exist. Oh, it exists. It was written centuries ago by an Arab demonologist, Abdul Al-Hazred. Within its pages are the darkest secrets of the ages. You've actually seen it? I've read it. It belonged to Edward Phillips. He sealed our fate the moment he delved into that book. It held the promise of untold wealth, power, and eternal life. It led him to an ancient tomb in Central America and to a very powerful relic desired by men for centuries. What kind of relic? An amulet. Edward Phillips stole it 
from the decaying remains of an ancient evil king. When he removed that necklace, he released a curse on his family that is still playing out to this day. So what are you going to do when you find this cursed amulet? Return it to the tomb it came from, and hopefully the curse will be lifted. It's coming from over there. What are we going to do? I don't know, but we can't stay here. Mm, shit. What's the matter? The teeth. I had them in my pocket. They're gone. What? How? Somehow she's taken them back. We have no protection now. Uh, screw the amulet. I say we get the hell out of here. We can't. This might be our only opportunity to find it. And that thing will not be denied its sacrifice tonight. What do you mean? Are you saying that it won't leave us alone until you... Look. There. Odessa. She hasn't deserted us. I think she's leading us to it. Leading us to what? The amulet, of course. Of course. Let's go. Hey, I thought that thing could see our flashlights. We have no choice. Just don't wave it about. Don't worry, I'm not waving anything. Keep up. We can't afford to lose her. I don't see her. There she is. Hurry up. Once more, we were running after the creepy broad. I tried not to kill myself as I maneuvered through the high and low tombstones with my hand cupped over my flashlight so I wouldn't attract whatever that thing was we'd seen. Finally, we came to a clearing away from the other graves. Odessa had vanished again, but a small marble tomb stood in front of us, surrounded by a circle of white stones. Hold up. Where'd she go? I don't know. But this must be Odessa's tomb. How can you be sure? It, it's unmarked. Exactly. It was never meant to be found. What's with the circle of white stones? I would assume they were put there by the townspeople or my relatives. For protection against evil spirits. I'm sure the locals avoided this crypt like the plague. You think they knew about the curse? Oh, they knew. They definitely knew. So, what are we doing here? We have to get inside it. Inside? <laughs> the tomb? You're kidding me, right? If the amulet is here, it's inside this crypt. Of course. Where else would it be? Get in here. I need your help to break the seal. I'm not comfortable with this. Get in here, now. Okay, all right, but how do you know opening this thing won't release another curse? Lift up on the lid as I break the seal with my spade. Oh, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm a ghoul. What? Isn't that what they call grave robbers? Ghouls? That's it. It's loose. Get over on this side and help me push. I don't think this is a good idea. We're running out of time. Do you have to keep saying that? Push! 
Descended from Edward and Odessa's youngest son, Louis. No. No, 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 no. That's not gonna work. It's the truth. You and I are cousins. Louis was your great grandfather. I found out about you and your branch of the family in this diary. Your family changed their name, and your mother hoped to hide you from the curse by putting you up for adoption after your grandfather was taken by the beast. You're lying. You son of a bitch. You're lying. I wish I were. You set me up. No. You wouldn't have believed me, and I knew I couldn't do this alone. We are the last of the bloodline. That thing is coming back. And it's going to kill one of us, unless we get that amulet. Are those good enough reasons for you? God damn you. All right. How do I get in there? Here. Place your foot in my hand, and I lift you up. We get out of this. I'm going to chip. Wait, wait, wait. probably around her neck. Now go down there and find it. Oh. Holy crap. What is it? Did you find it? No. Uh, but I found this. The skull with no teeth. I guess this leaves no doubt that this is Odessa's tomb. Shit! Did you see that? Stop fooling around and find that amulet. Our lives are at stake here. I'm trying. Try harder. Now get back in there. Do you see it? No. There's the rest of her skeleton, but... Oh, Jesus. What? The lower half of it. The pelvis. Uh, it looks like it exploded. Outward. Oh. It's completely shattered. Of course. It would be. What do you mean? Odessa died during childbirth. What? A human female pelvis was not made to... Well... What? Let's just say... she couldn't handle the package. What the hell did she give birth to? Oh my god, no. Not that thing we just saw! Oh, this just gets better all the time. 
I sure wish we had those teeth. So do I. With that necklace in our possession, the beast believed that we were its mother, and so it wouldn't harm us. Now hurry. The only thing that can protect us now is the amulet. So if I were you, I would find it fast. I'm trying, damn it, I'm trying. I think I found it. I got it, I got it. I can't tell you how excited I was to find that stupid necklace. It meant that I could get out of the tomb and we could finally get the hell out of this damn cemetery. I didn't realize that my newfound cousin had other plans and was waiting to welcome me with a rock to my skull. <laughs> the blow stunned me, but it didn't completely knock me out, so I heard most of what went on. One thing was for sure, Howard was taking a victory lap way too soon. Sorry about that, cuz. But every generation, a sacrifice must be made. And since I won't be around in 25 years, this amulet will make me a very, very rich and powerful man. I looked up from the bottom of the smoky crypt and saw Odessa floating above me. She seemed to be rising up and out of it. And somehow, she now had the amulet, and it was hanging around her neck. Wait, what? The amulet, it's gone. supposed to happen. You've got your sacrifice. No. No. I could hear the screams, the ripping and the crunching, and I knew that Howard was a goner. Odessa floated back down towards me before she broke up into the smoke. Even though I could barely get my legs to work, I wasn't staying inside that tomb with her for one more second, even if it meant confronting the beast, which was still somewhere nearby. I crawled out of the crypt and spotted Howard's diary on the ground. It wasn't until I bent down to grab it that I realized the amulet was now hanging around my neck. At the time, I could hardly believe my good fortune. Like Howard, I had no time to enjoy my small victory. Odessa once again rose up out of the tomb, but this time she was there for me. I 
hand open, revealing the necklace of teeth, which she proceeded to stuff into the empty hole in her face. Yes, these are most assuredly the stuff of nightmares. Her crooked neck twisted back and forth, and I could hear the teeth rattling and crunching inside her tightly puckered mouth. That is, until she opened it wide, displaying a ghastly smile that is forever imprinted on my mind. What? No! Return the amulet to its original tomb. Remove the curse, or you will die! I swear. I'll return it. Go! No! I made a hasty retreat through the tombstones, the cursed amulet clutched tightly in one hand and Howard's diary in the other. For two weeks, I have been going through Howard's notes and the diary, and I believe that I have found the tomb in question. Before I go, I will leave the diary, Howard's notes, and this tape transcription in this lockbox. If I'm successful in my mission, then I plan to return here and destroy everything. But if you were hearing this, then guess what? Welcome back, listeners. I guess Joel wasn't able to escape his ancestry after all. As the saying goes, where there's a will, there's a relative. (laughs) But seriously, wouldn't it be nice to know exactly what you're inheriting? A curse? Thanks, but no thanks. This is your horror host, The Tomb Traveler, inviting you to join us for another fright-filled episode of... Tales to Tremble By! This play was originally performed in an actual cemetery with this original cast as part of the Wicked Lit series produced by Unbound Productions. This script and others in the series are available through Steel Spring Stage Rights. You have been listening to Theater of the Mind, Series 2, Episode 1, The Unnameable, adapted and directed by Jeff G. Rack from a story by H.P. Lovecraft. Technical Director, Charlie Mount. 
Music composed and performed by Jay Wolfel. Presenting our voice talent players for the unnameable. Howard Smith was played by Michael Pritchard. Joel Phillips was played by John T. Kogan. Odessa was played by Tanya Riza. Dustin Hess as the Tomb Traveler. And I'm your host, Jeff Rack. This has been an Arcane Theater Works production. If you've enjoyed this program and would like us to do more, please go to Patreon to make a one-time donation or to consider becoming a patron and valued member of Arcane Theater Works. Your proceeds will allow us to pay our talented actors, artists, and technicians so that we can continue to bring you high-quality programming like the show you've just enjoyed. You can also go to our site, arcanetheaterworks.com, and sign up to be informed of our upcoming live and virtual shows and events. A special thanks to Alan Zorthian and the Zorthian Ranch.